Hello everybody and welcome to the third episode of Real Talk with Kaylee. I'm trying really hard to speak slower because slower because I know that I talk quite fast well when I'm on my own probably still in the conversation but I'm trying to just slow everything down. So I just firstly want to say thank you so much for the love on my um, first interview, which was our second episode um, with Jodie. It was a complete pleasure. And the same applies for our second guest on the podcast, um, who is Amanda from Swell Entertainment. Now, if you don't know who Amanda is, Amanda is an American YouTuber who makes original content such as her I Tried It So You Don't Have To. Uh, She goes to conventions and she also does movie and TV show reviews. Her content is fun, it's original and it's got an amazing comic element which just reminds me of um, English sarcasm and I absolutely love watching Amanda's videos. Actually I have watched a few of them numerous times. I love putting it on just if I'm doing the dishes or if I'm getting ready and I just I don't know, Amanda, I just find your voice soothing. It's a bit odd, isn't it? It's a bit stalkery, I apologise. But I just really enjoy watching your videos and listening to you. One of Amanda's latest videos, which was about Quibi, which is like original content under 10 minutes uh, on an app. And I literally watched her video, went and got it and agreed with everything she said. I was kind of like, oh no, like these are amazing actors and actresses. I can't see I'm not going to like that. Or I like that content or short form content. And I went, downloaded it kind of watched the shows that she'd mentioned and was like, dead on, completely agree with what you have to say. So, and everything that Amanda kind of does videos about, she has researched thoroughly, which I love. A lot of people kind of jump on the train or they jump on a trend and they make videos and get it out there. And and YouTube is very saturated now. Like when YouTube started in say, I mean, I wasn't an original content YouTube viewer, listener, whatever, Um, I was kind of late to the party and didn't then like some of the original content that was put on YouTube. So someone like Amanda, I really enjoy watching because it's just completely original, but actually thoroughly um, looked at and yeah, she's just great. I can't, I don't have any more to prep her on. No, what's it called? Where you up her somebody, you know, you Well, we're just going to have to leave it there, aren't we? There's nobody to help me. (laughs) So, um, Amanda, at the end of 2019, had just under 10,000 subscribers. Now, Amanda actually made a YouTube video which blew up at the start of this year, and she now, right now, has just over 90,000 subscribers, which is just incredible in a matter of less than four months. It's crazy. When I interviewed Amanda, she had just under 55,000 subscribers, and like I say, now she has over 90,000 and it just keeps rising and rising and rising, uh, which is amazing. Um, This is actually Amanda's first interview, which I just felt so, um, just had a complete pleasure of interviewing her. She's such a lovely person. And yeah, I I was just so, oh, that's the one. Oh, that's the the right thing to say, Kaylee. Well done. Um, (laughs) In March of 2019, Amanda actually said, if by the struck of luck, YouTube takes off. Well, Amanda, it has and it will continue to, so congrats. Now, Amanda actually said that in her So Your Parents Scammed Your Way Into College video, which at the time was when she opened her Patreon, which she had one subscriber, I think that's a subscriber, yeah, who was Alyssa, and she actually now has, in her latest video, I counted it myself, 
124 patrons, which is just incredible and an amazing achievement to have made. And Amanda, like I say, was just an absolute pleasure, and I really hope you enjoy this episode, guys. As always, um, go follow Real Talk with KP on Instagram and Twitter. And if you have any guests that you'd like me to get on the podcast, or if you just like to let me know what you think about it, then do so. Thanks, guys. How so? How's everything going? It's been a crazy 2020 for you. Yeah, there's been a lot happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, talk me, talk me through it. It all kind of went mental, didn't it? It all kind of blew up for you after your Lily Sink video, didn't it? Yeah, and it really was just kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, because I've had videos do well in the past. Mm. So I've been on YouTube for, um, I've been making videos for about five years now, on and off. And yeah. More recently, I've been more consistent. Um, but I've always had videos, like, uh, blowing up for me is doing, like, 100,000 views. Yeah. And then now one's almost at a million and I'm like okay yes completely how exciting yeah definitely yeah so I looked it up and your first video you did was 28th of October 2014 so yeah yeah so it's been a ride you you took a bit of a break didn't you you took a break yeah, I took two years off um, my senior year of high school, and I didn't come because I didn't come back for a while. I just I'd gotten a day job. I was finishing up high school, started uh, college, university, and mm. it was just a lot going on. Yeah, completely, completely, because it's time then, consuming. Yeah, and and then it just got. Uh, I realized that I was just in the cycle of work, school, home, and I was just really unhappy and yeah amazing so what got you into it in the first place because we've all had the thought haven't we we've all gone like should I should I should I do a YouTube channel you know and it's it's taken the dive isn't it so what made you do it so when I was very very young I always I grew up watching YouTube I really I I'm in that lucky category of I've grown up alongside the internet Mm. versus I didn't grow up having it I just kind of grew up with it so it's definitely something that I've always admired and, you know, it's been a big part of my life, YouTube yeah. and everything. Um, and so, like, for most of my life, I did always want to get into acting. Yeah. And so when I was younger, I just always thought, like, oh, this could be, like, an avenue, like, making videos. And then maybe someone will be like, oh, let's put her in something. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, let's skip steps. Let's just do this. <laughs> um, so when I was younger, that was definitely – it was definitely um, – more just of an avenue to just kind of, you know, get my face out there mm. more than anything. And then, so I, I, a lot of my earlier videos, like, I can't watch them anymore. Really? Like, go back and it's just, I clearly was trying to be everyone else that I had seen on YouTube. Mm. And, and so, like, it's really a lot of that isn't me. I'm like, I'm just super smiley and, you yeah. know, I'm just, I, I'm trying to, like, be, make weird jokes that I would never make in my regular <laughs> life and... So I think definitely, like, the fakest I've ever been was 15-year-old Amanda in her room, sitting in front of the camera. Yeah. Do you know what, though? I think that's so brave, because when you say that about acting, to me, acting's so much easier, because it's somebody completely different. So, like, when I go to work, I don't have to be anything of me. What terrifies me the most would be getting a camera out and trying to just entertain people and not knowing kind of the reception before it's gone out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like kind of like your dry humor 
well, obviously I'm British and I <laughs> love that humour. That is, you know, British humour down to a T. Um, so I love it. Um, but kind of, do you get nervous before you put a video out? Like, do you think, is this funny? Will people like it? Or is it just, no, I like it. It's going out. That's what's happening. No, absolutely. Like, I, I recently admitted, like, on camera, like, I mm. something I haven't noticed until recently was how anxious I get while filming. Yeah. Like, I, like I constantly have to, like, okay, slow down. You're talking too fast. Take a breath. Drink mm. some water. Because I just start being like, okay, I need to talk faster or I need to get to my point because they're mm. off already. Like, I need to, like, in my brain, I'm already thinking, like, this video is going to be too long. Yeah. And so... Mm, I definitely get anxious while I'm filming. And then as I'm editing, there's some videos where I'm like, oh, I should have said this differently. I should refilm this. And I, I, there are definitely videos that I've done where I've just completely decided I can't put this out and I've completely refilmed it. Yeah, um, completely. Because I remember but, you saying that's why you wouldn't get an editor, isn't it? Because it's that idea that actually, for one, you enjoy the editing side of it. It's one of your favourite mm -hmm. things. And not just that, it's kind of you, isn't it? So you don't want somebody else seeing kind of where you've paused for a while or, I don't know, there's noise in the background for 10 minutes. You don't want that, someone else seeing that in a way you want to put out the product you want to put out. Yeah, and also it's like, it's like, I love the, you know, finishing something, you know? I feel like mm. when I finish a video and I hit export, like that's something that I know, like I completed this, you know? Yeah. Like that's that's all me, That's and I love that feeling of, you know, I did this. Yeah. So I think when I looked, which was earlier today, you're on 64.4 thousand subscribers, I believe. Yes. So you've gone up around 55,000 this year, is that right? Were yes. you just under 10,000? <laughs> yeah, which is, I mean, <laughs> that is pretty phenomenal. Um, yeah. <laughs> how was that? How did you find that? Did you think that that, I know you said that you've had other ones that blown up with kind of over 100k views and stuff did you mm -hmm. think when you were kind of going to the tapings of Lily Sink and kind of making that video did you think this is going to be a cracker this is the one this is what's going to topple it over I'm going to get some views for this I mean I feel like every time I put out a video I mean that's like the hope especially yeah. at the time when I was averaging like 500 views a video mm -hmm. and occasionally like I think I would occasionally get videos that were like 10,000 views and I was like you know what that's a good video yeah it's not viral but it's a good video yeah completely um, and then as I was doing the Lily Singh video like I went to those tapings months ago mm. and so at the time I was like okay if I can get this video up in like the next month like if the episodes air in the next month everyone's still talking about the show mm. perfect like maybe then but then as more time passed I realized oh, okay so I'm like the algorithm's not going to promote my video as much yeah which is fine you know but I I I did, made this effort, I'm proud of this video, I researched the show and gave it as many mm. chances as it could to impress me, and it just didn't, and yeah. there was a lot of things that I found that I wanted to share, so I was like, you know what, everything's fine, let's yeah. just put out the video, but I mean, I was definitely, I was actually more nervous about potential backlash from mm. her fans. Yeah, completely. Um, and so when I put out the video, I told my friend, I was like, okay, I'm putting out this video and then we're going to go to lunch and you're not going to let me look at my phone. <laughs> like, I don't, don't let me read any comments. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. seeing anything. Um, I, and then the video really didn't do that well at first. Like, I, I think people are, uh, I think something that's been kind of overlooked is that it wasn't my, my most recent video. No. And then it blew up. And yeah. And I posted two videos after that. Yeah. Yeah, you did. And yeah. So, 
Yeah, no, that's funny, isn't it? That it took a while because, do you know what? I think it did you a favour that it was kind of after... Because everyone, I found that everyone did videos after the first episode. So after our first episode, like three months ago, everyone was making videos about it and kind of slating kind of her monologues and stuff like that. And then it all went quiet. And of course, it was people kind of ripping into her performance more than knowing anything behind the scenes, if that makes sense. Whereas obviously, I think for yeah. you, it was amazing because you had the receipts. You kind of, you'd been there, you could speak about it. You weren't particularly judging her you were just kind of saying look this is what I saw this is actually what I think you should improve on and kind of being more helpful than trying to just drag her down and I think yeah. I think that was really good I think I mean it's crazy because obviously it took a while for it to grab pace but then it was crazy because other commentary channels were then making videos about your evidence and your video which must have been crazy yeah I, I really, I think I was, I was actually traveling at the time. Yeah. Like, the video picked up a little steam. It got to about, like, it had stopped at about four, 400 views. Mm. And then um, someone actually tried to report my video, and YouTube oh, really? didn't accept it. Mm. Um, and I, I'm not, I still don't know who did it, because when someone, they tried to report it for a, a privacy violation, oh, but all wow. the privacy violations were for people's first names from clips from the show. Mm-hmm. So oh, wow. I was like, that's not me violating privacy because this yeah. is a nationally televised event. Yeah, completely. So, yeah, so YouTube obviously um, agreed with me because the video stayed up. Yeah. So I I think that that kind of actually ended up helping out my channel because yeah. it the video itself because it recommended the video a bit more. So it got to about 4,000 views. Mm. And then another Twitter user with 80,000 um, followers, Young Crip, Donovan, he like saw the video and posted about it and mm. then that got it more traction yeah and then I think what also helped was Lily Singh was on the um the NBA roast yeah and so people were searching her name and a little late with Lily Singh which started recommending my video more and so mm. the algorithm just kind of shoved it forward yeah yeah no no it's really great I mean I think what kind of puts your channel across completely differently to other people is the amount of research you kind of put into your um, videos like the fact that you go to conventions the fact that you you know go to tapings it's it's a lot that you put into your videos it's not like you just kind of sit down for 10 minutes have a little chat and off you pop do you know what I mean you really yeah, yeah. do take I, a lot I into love, it I love the whole process of it yeah and I just I love you know um really putting effort into it I yeah like I I there are videos that I do where I do just sit down and I just talk or I um watch a movie and I talk about it or something like that but the, the element of like okay I have this opportunity to go experience something yeah and get that experience on top of just making a video about it why don't I just go get that experience without a doubt but then even you say that but you went to watch what Charlie's Angels twice didn't you you watch Men in Black International yeah. you had <laughs> notes you had everything down there's always research that goes into it even your sat down videos you know it's stuff that you've tested tried like and you are very detailed about what you think. It's not just like, oh, here, here, guys. You know, like, you know you can trust what you're saying. <laughs> but Thank you. Yeah, no, definitely, completely. And I think that's really nice that you haven't lost that because I think that people can lose that. Like, if they're not getting the views instantly, then they will, one or two videos, they'll be like, mm, okay. Whereas, I mean, if you look at yours consecutively through when you, like, have come back, obviously previously as well, but when you've come back, every video uh -huh. has been so well executed. I think one of my favourites, and it's 
it's not normal that I'd sit through that long of a video. So I think you'll use your Tanacon and then a year later you did it where you interviewed everyone and it was 47 oh, yeah. minutes long, I think, 47 minutes. Sat through the whole yeah. thing. Didn't get bored once, didn't pause it, didn't go. Just put it on and loved it. And, and that was really nice. A year on, you kind of went back to it, spoke to everyone about their experiences. And I just thought, what yeah. effort to go into that, to speak to all those people, put it together. Yeah. That, I mean, that and must take... great friendships out of that as well. Like, I still talk to everyone that I interviewed. That's amazing. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. But how time-consuming. Like, that must have taken you a long time to put that together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it took, um, like, some of them, like, Lissa drove, one of them drove down to meet me, and we did an interview, uh, there was, you know, like, just kind of like this, there was the timing issue, because yeah. some people were in other states, or in other places, and then, so it, it was something where, um, it was interesting, because everyone had a different experience, everyone got mm. something else out of that one event, and I really wanted to show that. Yeah. Yeah, completely. And I think you did. I think you really showed that because some people were kind of not as bothered as others. Some kind of, some people were kind of like, oh yeah, I'm over it. And other people were like, nope, <laughs> this is not good enough. <laughs> um, but I mean, that was really interesting. Stuff like that, I think it's amazing because you, because you, it's not like you were a massive fan of hers or anything. It was just the interest mm -hmm. of going to see it. Um, yeah. And I think then it kind of adds a different point of view as well. Whereas when someone's a, a fan, I think sometimes they let things go don't they they're just like yeah it's fine I mean obviously with this probably not um but so have you got a lot planned now now that this has kind of happened has it kind of put on yeah. a bit of a strain are you kind of like right what well, if I got planned what's coming out do I need to upload yeah. more well my goal for 2020 was just you know at least one video a week mm. you know and I so far have been able to achieve that and yeah. it's definitely it's a lot more work, obviously, mm. and, but at the same time, it's, it's, I've really loved having that routine of, like, okay, video done by this day, yeah. um, having it up, I've just loved the, the quicker turnaround more than anything, yeah, and yeah. now that we're go going into a quarantine, um, I'm gonna yeah. try and do two videos a week, maybe, Oh, amazing, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah yeah completely I, I missed your video on the 2nd of February and I only watched it when I was like researching more last week and I was so upset that I'd missed that because you were like it's you know it's a date of a lifetime and I was like shit I've missed it like I'm not gonna be alive for the next one <laughs> I was so upset anyway that's just a side well, note it's like everyone's commented on the video like um oh everyone um like, oh, everyone does their dates differently, so it's going to, like, oh, like, the UK is going to have it on this day, there's going to be another one, and it's mm. like, yeah, but this was the last global one. Exactly. does their dates differently. Yeah. Oh, amazing. So, back to the start. <laughs> Swell Entertainment. Talk me through it. Swell Entertainment. What is, what is the meaning behind? Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually way less exciting than anyone okay. <laughs> because that wasn't the if you watch like my very first video yeah i explained my channel name mm. it's not swell entertainment yeah it was original i was originally amg Productions, which yeah. is just my name mm -hmm. amanda marie golka productions because nice. i was bad with names <laughs> and um because originally when i started youtube a lot of it was you know i wanted to make short films and things i wanted mm. to just kind of make my own stuff yeah and um so um I named it AMG Productions, and then I think it was, like, maybe, like, five or six videos in, I had searched just AMG Productions, because I was like, oh, surely, like, my channel will pop up now when you search it, 
Um, and instead it was all of these Mercedes Benz. Oh, it's no. like one of their production manufacturing lines. Oh no. In, um, in China, I believe. And so I was like, oh, if this ever does go anywhere, there's going to be a lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I was just brainstorming with my friends one day. I was like, I have to change it. And my friend was like, well, you say the word swell way too often. <laughs> like, cause I was, this was like my junior year, senior year of high school. I was yeah. in peak sarcasm mode. I was saying, <laughs> oh, that's swell. Like all the time. So my friend was like, just use that. Cause you say it way too often. And then, so it went from swell, swell productions doesn't have the same ring as swell mm. entertainment. Yeah. And so swell entertainment was born. <laughs> well, the question is, do you still say swell a lot? Now it's it's definitely more ironic now yeah. because <laughs> it's definitely more like oh that's swell and now when I say it because my friends know they're like okay we get it you don't need to yeah <laughs> yeah you um, just come out of a t-shirt because like now where like the channel is at now like when mm. people say swell I bloat I minorly perk up a little bit like I yeah it's just like oh god they've seen my <laughs> <laughs> wait did you just say swell <laughs> do you know me as well now which I think yeah <laughs> do you know what though I think that's lovely and actually most people I've spoken to are so happy that they didn't use their name and that they actually use mm. something that splits them up because I think even I mean you might disagree but I think that people are always different no matter what platform they're on so ever I do like an Instagram video or anything you kind of put on a bit of a front don't you so even probably mm. when you're recording to some extent it's still a performance even though it's you it might be that you've had a shit day and you're being happier or you're kind of you know adding in the jokes where you can so it it's nice that you're it's swell entertainment it's not amanda do you know what i mean it's not holding your name to it um because it sometimes it gets a bit too personal doesn't it you know it's nice to kind of have that barrier um yeah yeah so i think that's yeah it's definitely like it's been very good because now like when some people like for jobs and things if they search my name like if I ever do try and get you know a regular job again after if I ever decide you know YouTube's not for me I'm moving forward on something else you know mm-hmm. when you search Amanda Swell Entertainment doesn't doesn't automatically pop up right now which yeah will probably change in the future but for now I, I do prefer that but yeah completely it also has had its negative side effects to it where um like after TanaCon I had my my blog go up Mm. And um, another big YouTuber who now has, I think, like 20 million subscribers, Shane Dawson, Mm. used a lot of that footage in his documentary. And um, he credited me for only on only one of the videos. He did like three videos for a series and used a lot of my footage for all those videos. Yeah. And he credited me just by saying thanks to Swell. And so like people go and see the video now and they're like why doesn't this have more views and it's like oh it probably would have gotten more views yeah um if maybe i had you know used my real name or if i had just you know asked for better credit i think but i i really don't think that's on you i think that he he kind of knows what he's doing more do you know what i mean and he knows what's going on and for mm. something like a documentary you know he will have checked that so many times do you know what i mean he knows how stuff should be credited properly and i, I really think mm. that's that's more on him you know and and it's a shame yeah. it's a shame but then you know you've done it yourself organically haven't you do you know what i mean you've blown yeah. up on your own accord um i mean it's still your footage but you know what i mean um but that is really frustrating <laughs> i'd be really pissed yeah. off 
<laughs> I mean, like, like I was still like I, I was still excited like just to see like like the corner of my face in one of the yeah. videos, you know and yeah um and then like oh that's my wobbly camera footage of the hallway <laughs> and um I was all excited about that so it was great at the time and then people who I had never spoken to who knew me through high school and mm. things like that were like oh you were in that video and it's like yep <laughs> yeah that was that do you, do you actually get that a lot now especially now kind of you've blown up in that do you get people now kind of from school and stuff kind of message you or say anything like oh um, it's cool what you're doing um so a lot of people have reached out to me who are like I do actively talk to who are like hey you showed up in my recommended that's great Thank yeah you. like I'm so proud of you things like that um I really haven't had anyone like bump into me in public and be like oh my gosh like you're you're on YouTube or anything like that nothing like that yeah that's um, nice though because it's support isn't it it's nice that people are yeah. and and you know yeah. what's going on you know yeah yeah no, it's really nice. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. <laughs> no, it's amazing. It's exciting because it's like there are people who like, you know, you drift apart from people after school gets out and you kind of grow up a bit more. And then so people are just reaching out and being like, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. And so that's just a, bit, a good way to like restart friendships and things like that. So yeah, completely. It's nice. and, it's, and it's nice to know that actually people are listening to it kind of all over the world if you think I'm far away <laughs> and I've watched yes. your videos and such like like it, it, does that feel strange that it's not just like kind of people I know but it just sounds that way I know you know that other people are watching it from different countries yeah but is it weird well, when you actually kind of see it or hear it if you know what I mean yes well when the video first took off mm. I was like excited and then I think I hit I think right around when I hit 10,000 subscribers yeah I was still traveling in this time so it happened so quickly <laughs> I was in I was traveling alone I was in San Francisco and I called my dad and I was like dad 10,000 people have, are, are subscribed to me what do I do yeah. <laughs> so I, it was it was nerve-wracking and yeah. then very quickly that turned into like 30,000 and then it just mm. kept climbing and then I was at lunch with my friend like having gotten home and I checked the video and it was at half a million views yeah and I nearly had a panic attack because I was like oh my god this many people have seen my face she was like yeah. you knew this was a possibility I don't know why you're freaking out <laughs> and it's like like it's exciting and but at the same time it's like I mean it's definitely when you think about I want to succeed you know I want mm -hmm. I put a lot of effort into these videos I work really hard. I want them to do well. I'm proud of them. I want them to do well. And then, you know, to actually suddenly have people be watching when you've gotten so used to 500 people seeing it. Completely. And suddenly be getting 10,000, 80,000 views. Mm. It's nerve-wracking. So it's like a lot more people to upset. You know? Oh, but... And Come, I yeah. don't plan on changing how I do things, you know? Mm. I, I don't plan on changing things, but... No, you, you know, shouldn't, and that's why people and watch I you. Learn very quickly. Yeah. Sorry. That's why people watch you because you yeah, do no, do it, like... and you're not. Yeah. <laughs> people don't want you to change. <laughs> but I think. <laughs> yeah. No. It's just. Um, but it's like it's also very. I've learned quickly, like because I used to get like negative comments before, like not infrequently. I'd say I got pretty used to them, and I would just always make a joke about them, like, "Oh, someone called me biased. I'm gonna put it on a T-shirt, like mm -hmm. as a joke." But then now, because I do get so many of the comments are so positive, that yeah. when I do get a negative comment, it almost, like, 
hurts a little more. Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah, no, completely. No, I completely get you. It's, it's that thing, isn't it, that it can be a million positives, but if there's one negative, you're automatically just kind of going to eyeball that one and kind of take that out of yeah. the pick. Um, like you say, especially when you get a lot of positive ones. How do you kind of deal with that? Do you just kind of ignore it? Do you kind of... Um, do you ever feel the the need to kind of reply? Like, have you ever thought about replying? Um, do you kind of delete them? Like, what what's your process? So um, I don't delete. I make a habit of not deleting comments, especially mm-hmm. because if it's just a hate comment, like that does nothing to me. Yeah, you know, like especially if like one person's like, oh well, someone else said this. Like, okay, did someone else you know go to four tapings of this show? Did they try mm-hmm. the same process? or the same product that I tried, that they, you know, like, it's yeah. like, everyone's going, at the end of the day, everyone's going to have different experiences with a movie or a product, and so if someone disagreeing with me, there's no point in me deleting that, yeah. because everyone's entitled to that. Um, sometimes I do respond, especially if it's, like, something where, like, it's just something simple, and it's like, oh, you know, like, um, someone said, oh, you miss, like, I, in my Lily Singh video, I said that, uh, Jimmy Kimmel was also on NBC and he's not, he's on ABC. And so I'm like, oh yeah, that's my mistake. You know, like that's me making a mistake. Yeah. So that's, that's an easy reply. That's an easy fix. Yeah. Um, and then there's other times where I do get kind of sassy about it because some, someone decided to write a full, like essay long comment about how unattractive I am. Oh my and God. so I just responded with, you must be fun at parties. Christ. Yeah. I mean, so, it's it's beggar's yeah. belief that anyone even has the time to write these comments or yeah. make them up or I, I mean it's just it's it's crazy to me. I think that it's one of the biggest things that really upsets me in the industry that we're in is just the fact that people feel the need to do it. I mean, we're all like normal standard standard people and I would never think to comment or you know, I watch YouTube and I would never think to comment on anyone's thing and kind of be negative or be horrible or troll. I don't see what it does and I think with events that have happened recently and kind of what's going on um with celebrities and people that have been trolled and such like it shows that it just there's there's no need for it and there's no space for it um absolutely you know hopefully this lesson will be learned through time but you know we can only ignore it and hope that one day they go away um but yeah, but what's really nice as well is obviously with your Lily Sync video, but it also pushed a lot of your other videos. So the views yes. really went up on your other videos as well, which was amazing. Yes. Yeah. And I think like, cause like I said, I've had other videos do well. Yeah. And I think like another video, even last year I had a video do well, which was um, a video I did on a YouTuber who, um, Janelle Eliana, who she just started her channel and yeah. immediately got 2 million subscribers. Yeah. And so I was making a video essentially just bending like, hi, this is totally normal for the algorithm. This, mm. She's not an industry plant. She's not buying subscribers. This yeah. This is totally natural. <laughs> and um, I think the problem with that video was because it did get picked up in her algorithm because, again, it was pushing her. And so because I did, did a video talking about her, it also pushed my video. Because yeah. Because then it was recommended all the time. And so I'm sure if anyone in that, this month and a half had made a video about me, they also probably would have seen a surge in viewership because my channel was being pushed so heavily. Yeah. But I remember, yeah, because I was, I watched it, like the Lily Sync video, I didn't watch uh it for a while, so it had a few views, but actually you're, because you had your Emma Chamberlain one that came out before that, which had actually done 
quite well, hadn't it, before the, the Lily Sink one had come out. And then you had the Jake Paul one out just after that one, didn't you? And that yes. one did really well as well. So you had three, like, really consecutively, can't even say that word then, I, honestly, half ten at night brain, that's what it is. Um, three consecutively really good videos. Um, so that must have been a nice boost to have had that in a row, not just, like, one and then you felt a bit like, oh, is it? Is it going to carry carry on? Like, is it going to... Yeah. But you, you, all the ones you've brought out have had good views now. Like, you you know, you have you have a fan base now, don't you? You have a base of people that are watching every video. Yeah, I like, I think the, the consistent, like, I will watch any video she makes is about, like, 15,000 yeah. subscribers. And then, you know, the videos where people want to watch, like, oh, let's see her talk about scams, let's see her talk about... Uh, YouTube stuff, then that's kind of averaging about 30,000-ish. Yeah. So hopefully we get that to a more consistent number, but I'm just going to keep making, you know, I have a lot of videos planned out. I have yeah. a lot of ideas. So Completely. So just going to keep the course going. Yeah. I mean, if you imagine thinking of 15,000 people putting them in a, a very, very large room and thinking that all those people are watching your video consecutively, that's pretty great. Yes. That's yeah, a good. Right. That's a good feeling. It's exciting. It's it's it's, it's nerve wracking. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, so are you are yeah. you still studying as well as working? So not currently. This semester I'm not in school. Yeah. Um, and probably based on the current state of the world, probably not next semester either. Yeah. Be <laughs> um, I had actually finished. Um, I actually have two uh, junior degrees, associate's degrees, um, one in communications and one in English. Wow. And so I would like to eventually go back to university. Um, but right now, I think the best path is to not do that. Yep. <laughs> um, and just, you know, keep making videos, keep working. Yep. So English, is that, do you like writing? Is that why the English or do you just enjoy reading and such like? I love, I love writing. I'm actually dyslexic. Yeah. Um, and I found out I was dyslexic when I was in the third grade. Oh, wow. Um, and so reading is something that, you know, it was something I really had to fight for actually for school and everything. Yeah. So it's something that I'm very protective of my yeah. ability to read and you know, my access to learning. And so yeah. English is one of those things that just kind of came with that and writing followed that as well. Yeah, it's it, not the same, but I, so I was brought up abroad. So actually my first language is Portuguese. So when oh, I wow. came back, yeah. So when I came back, it that's when we're about 11, we do SATs, which is kind of like when we're 11, they basically test us and all our predicted grades till we're like 25 are based on that. Um, and I failed them all because I couldn't read and write in English. So all my predicted grades were horrific and obviously I couldn't read or write. So from 12 onwards, I obviously worked really, really hard to kind of pick up the language and such like and start reading. And I'm exactly the same. Like I took my A-level in English and I currently do like an open degree um, and I'm exactly the same. Like I, I'm so, um, like reading is such a big part of my life and means so much mm -hmm. because cause it was such a difficulty for me when I was younger and having to kind of fight to up my grades and up what they kind of thought I should be on um so yeah I completely get it but that's amazing that's really yeah. exciting so is the plan at the moment we're going to keep working but obviously we had our first sponsorship yes yes <laughs> exciting yes um right now I have a lot of different uh companies and brands reaching out to me oh. which is it, 
it's interesting because I've, I've been taking a lot of phone calls from these like multi-channel networks or just mm-hmm. companies that want to represent me and just trying to get a sense of like what they're offering, what's the best fit. And just, it's been interesting to see the different types of people yeah. that run these companies because some people like I've had conversations where clearly the brand or the, the company that wants to represent me is clearly entirely creator focused. Like here's what we can do for you. Mm-hmm. Here's what um, we've done for other creators. And then there's com- other companies where it's just like, here's what we do for brands. Here's what you're going to do for us. Yeah. Here's what, um, Oh, here's the contract. We'll send it over. You can sign it immediately. Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm crazy. not signing anything until yeah. I read it. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I had a friend and she she was thinking about management and she spoke to one of them and all they said straight away, so their offering to her was anyone who mentions your name will copyright strike. That That's our thing. Oh. And and she was like, that's not what I'm looking for. And like in a management, that's not what it is. Like, that's not what mm-hmm. I need. Um, so yeah, definitely. That's a really tricky decision to try and think about what you're what you want management wise and are you definitely going to go down the management yeah. route or are you thinking of kind of dealing with everything yourself or is it getting a bit too stressful with so many people contacting you I mean right now for me just as I'm talking to these companies I clearly am getting a sense of this person saw maybe two of my videos yeah and not anything else because when I bring up like oh you know this is new right like I just got these subscribers yeah like this month they they some of them seem so, so surprised by that mm. or they're like oh you, you've talked about other sponsored products you've critiqued other youtubers what yeah <laughs> and it's like yeah maybe look at more than one video yes exactly um, yeah oh that's that's so, so disappointing though isn't it because you really want them to be there for the creator and and to not yeah. to not be there just to get a, a kind of wagely packet from you um yeah. oh that is frustrating so, yeah so right now I'm I'm taking all the calls I'm listening to all the offers yeah and, you know just learning as much as I can about the industry but I think my best strategy is just to keep going alone right now and just mm. you know focus on building my my content and focusing on the content yeah completely anything. sponsorships that's a hard thing isn't it because I I can imagine that some people because obviously Sponsorships are great because that's really where the money's made in YouTube, isn't it? Like, because yes. you, you know, it is really. But then it's such a hard thing, a hard line, because you don't want to kind of take loads of them and then you're kind of promoting stuff that you're not sure about. You want to be completely certain. And mm-hmm. what what are your, your kind of thoughts on that? See, I've had, like, the same... It really comes back around to what the companies... Some companies are just all about, here's what we do for brands. Yeah. And all they want to hear about is, okay, so how many sponsorships do you want to do, like, a month? And yeah. it's like, well, I, I four videos a month. I don't want to do more than one or two a yeah. month. And sometimes they seem disappointed by that. Mm. It's like, you know, right now, I'm in a very lucky spot where I'm not demonetized yet. Mm. Um, I haven't dealt with a lot of that yet, and maybe that'll get worse as things progress, as, as I get bigger and there's more eyes looking at my channel. But right now, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have, you know... A, pretty good ad rate going on yeah so I don't need to rely on sponsorships or anything like that so maybe there will be a time where I am doing one sponsorship a video but as of right now that's not the goal yeah um so it really just comes down to I don't want you know my viewers to think that every time I make a video I'm going to sell them something yeah 
Yeah, and I think that's the best way you can think, and I think that's going to add more trust to the people watching your videos. I think it's, yeah, completely. Yeah, so, okay, oh my god, I've, I've just gone completely blank, completely blank, I was on such a, such a roll, and then I just went blank. So, yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. So, some of your videos are completely different, I think that's why, for example, I kind of like them, because you have your kind of fun intro, where it's like, you want an intro, and it's just kind of you, <laughs> I like them. Um, and then also, I love your like kind of post-credits one, so the fact that you're kind of like a Marvel film, where you always have that little bit at the end, where you comment comment on like kind of the video or kind of whatever's happened or kind of how you're feeling about it and I think genuinely it's probably my favorite bit of the video is waiting for the end bit and even sometimes I'm in a rush and I see the videos ending and I'm like come on <laughs> I need to get to the last bit is that something that you kind of meant to do kind of a theme that you just kind of like gone with kind of how did that evolve I mean, I think something, I think a lot of YouTubers, I saw, it was something that I saw YouTubers doing here and there. Yeah. Um, where they would have, like, an outro bit or something after, like, oh, subscribe to me, like, that credit rolled. And I think it's partially was done to kind of keep people watching to the 10-minute mark. Yeah. But also, to, you know, to get to that last advertisement or something. But I just think it's kind of like a nice little, you know, doorstop at the end. You yeah. Know? Like, it's... Like, here's a little funny bit, or yeah. here's, like, a, an overall conclusion, or, you know, let's bring up this one point that I thought was important, or mm. something like that. Yeah, so I think I they're just, fun. I think it's, like, a fun little, like, and especially if, like, I do a serious video, sometimes I'm, like, you know, I don't I don't want to add something funny. Like, let's remember that this is serious, or, yeah. you know, hey, that was really rough, let's make it funny. <laughs> yeah, no, completely. I think, it's, I think it's really nice. I'd say, definitely in the last few videos, I say that you've opened up more about yourself if that makes sense because you kind of yeah. always have like the kind of fun bits and kind of your sense of humor which obviously anyone watching your videos would enjoy but then I think that definitely in the last few episodes you've episodes videos and <laughs> um, you've kind of opened up a bit more about you so you kind of mentioned like your kind of studying you mentioned working like throughout the videos you kind of mentioned these bits and bobs um and then you also kind of mentioned I remember when you were saying about kind of the fact that you'd been attacked at one point or something like that about someone grabbing you yeah. by the neck which I thought was amazing because it's really nice to see somebody who kind of isn't obviously because like we were just saying it's swell entertainment it's not your name but we're kind of seeing bits of you and I think that's really nice you're not going into masses of detail you're kind of not putting yourself out there to be critiqued but you're kind of just little putting little bits out there which really personalize you and I think make your audience engage and watch more of you because they see who you are but they're also there to watch a video about what you're talking about and I think that's the perfect balance of what a YouTuber needs so they kind of sprinkle that bit of themselves but then they're always kind of concentrating on whatever the topic is of their video um is that what you try yeah. and aim for I mean I think as far as YouTube goes I mean I I've been very careful about you know as far as certain things about my life like yeah. I try not to get into my political views things like that yeah. because especially for me on every other platform I do you know I talk about my political views and everything yeah. else and so it's kind of in I guess I don't want to say but in a state really I can just anything that I want to talk about I have this one platform you yeah know, and I can talk about this objectively with just facts and then you know my opinions in there but as far as like you know the personal bits here and there I do I don't want to come across as completely unattached to the topics that I'm talking about mm. 
And so when there is a topic where, like, the the video you're talking about with um, where I talked about being, um, you know, assaulted, that yeah. was the uh, Jake Paul video where I was, you exactly. know, fact-checking Shane Dawson's yeah. documentary on, on Jake Paul. Mm. And they were talking – that was, like, one instance where – um, I was responding to there. There was an allegation involved there where mm. one of Jake Paul's assistants had been assaulted, and so I felt it wasn't like in that instance. I was like, okay, this is important for me to share this part about me. Absolutely, I'm not someone who's never experienced this. Yeah, you know? and so there's a lot of people who can't have that perspective. Yeah, and so I was like, okay, this isn't just me who's never had this experience critiquing mm. this experience that someone is sharing. Mm. This is some like this is something that I went through. Yeah, so, and it, and it really was a, a yeah. Sorry, it really was a twenty no, second point where you kind of said, look, to me, this isn't actually what would happen. This is what would happen. I know, but let's get back onto the point now. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't. It wasn't kind of deviating, you kind of added that because like you said, there's other people that know it, but also you can actually say it because you've been through it. And then it got straight back onto, because it was two parts, wasn't it? When you commented yes. on that. So you did the first part and then you did the second part, didn't you? Yeah, so no, definitely. And I, I really enjoyed those two videos as well. I thought they were really good because every time you do a video, it's never, that's what I really like about the, the channel is it, it's hard to actually put you into kind of a, because you're, you're, you're obviously commentary, but you're, you're not nasty. So it's not like you're there to attack people or kind of yeah. um, do anything of that. You're just kind of there to talk. Like, you know, to comment, to, I don't know, research and, and kind of yeah, say like, your thoughts. Yeah, look at all possible angles. Exactly. Like, I, usually when I, when I do a video on a person, I do try and reach out to them. To like, yeah. hey, I'm doing this video. Do you have any comments? And... Um, I didn't do that with the Lily Singh video because what was I going to do? DM the, the shows because I was really critiquing the show, let's mm. show her. And so what was I going to do? DM the show on Instagram. You yeah. Know? And, um, yeah. Like I have another video on Jake Paul coming out later this week. So I did a follow up video to the financial freedom movement. And I did yeah. try to reach out to him and he has no active emails. So oh. it's more difficult. So. Yeah. Yeah, completely. But I think, I, I just think it's, it's really nice that you do your facts, do your topics, and like you say, you look at it from all different angles, and I think it, it's just, yeah, it's just great content, you're producing great content, there you go, <laughs> that's where we've got Thank to, it's swell. <laughs> it's swell, everything's swell, <laughs> well thank you so much for coming on this podcast, no, thank you. Thank no it's, it's been amazing, and thank you so much for listening guys, I really really appreciate it, and just want to do a quick shout out to George Perry who edits my podcast, to Soul Cartographer, i.e. Dan Williams for writing and creating the theme tune for my podcast, and also to my production company Raspberry Films for producing my podcast thanks guys